0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't bend. You're on me. It's time to get a check, boy. You on the sideline, you ain't made the headlines, now it's time to reject, boy. You bittin' on me? What's the topic of discussion? What we talking about? Take your best shot, I'ma take the last shot, I'm Jordan in the clutch, boy. You bittin' on me? It's time to get a check, boy. You want the sideline, you ain't made the headlines, now it's time to reject, boy. You bittin' on me? What's the topic of discussion? What we talking about? Best shot. I'm gonna take the
0: last shot. I'm joining the clutch boy. Look, yeah. all righty, guys. We are live with another episode of the auto bin. I am Andrew Robinson, joined as always by my twin brother Aaron Robinson. And today we have a special, special guest, Putnam Science Academy family, uh, current West Virginia guard Malik Curry. So, uh, Malik, thank you for joining us today, man. No problem, bro. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, before we get into it, man, we definitely just want to remind you guys to. Like this podcast, share this podcast, give us a rating, man. It goes a long, long way in helping us uh, get these, you know, these, these uh, videos to people who love to hear from a good man, Malik. Um, but, man, we're definitely excited to have you on, man. Like I said, man, it's been a long time coming. You know, we've been following your your career uh, ever since you, you were at PSA, man. Um, and it's been exciting to watch you, man, obviously, you know, go the Juco route and then, you know, carry that old dominion. And now I would see you just graduated to West Virginia, man. So kind of talk to us about your basketball journey, man, and uh, what brought you here to West Virginia today.
2: Um, as you see, my journey, you know, it wasn't the easiest by far, you know. I took the long route, but I got to the where I wanted to get to so far. Um just going to three different high schools, going to a high school in my hometown, Delaware. Um, then transferring to Texas, then obviously PSA. Ju- Juco in Florida, Old Dominion in Virginia. It's like I'm just living a dream, bro, playing basketball, playing the game I love to play, bro, like at all types of levels. And I'm I'm just gonna see how every level was. Um and my journey just been different from everybody else's. Like, that, I can't, like, stress that enough. Like, I feel like not too many people, you know, they might go junior college or, like, go D1. I don't know. I can't explain everybody, bro, right, but I just know mine. I'm just – I just keep leveling up.
0: So, you know, God got me, so I'm just thankful. <laughs> now, just looking back, man, like, if you would have told yourself back, you know, when you were, you know, in high school or, you know, when you were at Putnam and, you know <laughs> – uh, having to go to Drew Car, you know, that one day, you know, you'll be playing the Big 12 for Bob Huggins at West Virginia, man. I mean, what would you have said, man? I mean, what, what was – back then when you were going through, you know, all these things, things, things that you went through, man, like wh- where was your mind at? And, you know, looking back on it, what can you say about, you know, just just the journey that you had to, that to get through to get to where you are today? Um, I would say
2: basically I feel like me personally, I was supposed to have been here. Like, I feel like I was supposed to have been here, you know, school, I ain't take school serious so I can't blame nobody but myself. Um you know everything happened for a reason but I knew I was supposed
0: to be here one day. Now, um, I, I, I want to rewind a little bit, man, and talk about your, your recruitment process. Because obviously, you know, you were a grad transfer this all season. You tied to the hit the portal. Um, you know, you led Old Dominion in scoring both for the last two seasons, after coming from JUCO. And um, obviously, you, you elected to, to commit to West Virginia. Um, talk to us about, you know, what, what stuck out about West Virginia and uh, what made you want to call, you know, Morgantown your home uh, for your last season of college basketball? Um, when I entered the portal...
2: Once I got the call from West Virginia, I knew it was serious because at a junior college, they were sending me mail. Coach Huggins came to a couple games, and I I went crazy, too, so I knew he had his eye on me. Um, They already had three guards at the time, though, so of course I wasn't going to, you know, join that team then. But um, they called me, and I knew that one uh, guard that West Virginia transferred and one entered the draft. So – I knew it was the perfect situation. I almost committed on the phone as soon as he called me. To be honest, like the first day, no lie. And um, I was like, I had, I was like, wait up, coach, wait up, I gotta call my mom. Like right before I come back, I gotta call my mom. I gotta call my uncle, and we talked. He's like, you know, you got other options too. You gotta wait. I'm like, man, I don't know. Like this really might be the best option for me. And um, everything they said was, you know, legit. Since I've been here, like before I even came to campus. Everything they said, they honest dudes, you know, and they was honest about my role coming there. So, um,
0: you know, Bob, he's a straight-up dude. What were what those conversations like as far as what, what your your is going to be this year? Obviously, you know, like you said, West Virginia lose Miles McBride obviously was a big part of their backcourt this season. I mean, what, what were those conversations like to you um, when he was trying to get you to come to West Virginia? Um when he called me,
2: he was telling me about the school and he was just telling me about the role of basically do what I do now. Like <laughs> and then he was like uh Miles, he might come back, he might not. And he was like, me and Miles could play together. So it was like even if he come back, we just gonna be a stronger backcourt. And if he doesn't, you
0: know, just more opportunity. Yeah. Now, I mean, from, from the outside looking in, man, obviously, everybody knows Bob Huggins to be, you know, a pretty intense coach um, on the sidelines, a fiery guy. You um, know, What have what those interactions been like, you know, playing for Coach Huggins within these first couple of weeks and months of summer school and uh, preseason workouts? Um, it's, been, it's been calm for real for, I ain't see the storm yet I ain't see the storm
2: yet Official, <laughs> official practice Start Tuesday though I, I'm gonna let you know more If you feel me It was later interview But as of right now he's He's been chilling Yeah Be gonna have to
0: check back With him in like a month Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah like mid, mid Big 12 season You know what I'm saying After, after they You know Play Texas Kansas Texas, Texas And then we'll see If you got some, some, some Bob Huggins stories for us Yeah <laughs> nah, But um you know, obviously, I think um, a, a big part in your journey, obviously, was your junior college experience. I mean, you went to Palm Beach State, which is one of the best schools in the country. You were able to, you know, be, be Player of the Year um, in that conference. You were able to be a second-team All-American there. I mean, we'll, talk, talk a little bit about, a bit about your time at Palm Beach State. How do you think that prepared you, you know, for your experience when, when you went to ODU? And eventually, you know, will prepare you for, you know, this season in the Big 12?
2: Um, honestly, it prepared me for life, honestly. Like... I went through so many, like, ups and downs being there, especially my freshman year. I went to eligible, like, grades, you know what I'm saying, school. Like, I tell the, all the kids, now you got to take the school stuff serious, bro. Without it, you can't do too much. And once I went eligible, man, I'm like, bro, I'm done for. Like, I'm an eligible at a junior college. Like, what's going on? Like, but um, my coach, he stuck with me. He stayed solid with me, man. And he just uh, – I sat out with the rest of the season. Came back myself more season. Um, just went
0: crazy. Just went crazy. Mm. So yeah, it just helped me in life. Mm. Now I also want to talk about obviously, you know, your time at Putnam Science Academy, because um, you know, from from me, me and Drew's time there, I mean, we had a we had a mob, man, obviously playing with Hamadou Diallo. He was a sophomore back when we was there, man. He was a young, a young, young, young pup, man. I remember when he got his first division one offer, man. Uh, it's crazy, obviously, where he's at now. But Mama UDR was on that team. Um, Keelan Ives went on to play uh, division one basketball as well, man. And obviously, as you know, man, you guys had a, had a stacked mob when you were there as well, man. Um, I think a lot of people kind of take for granted just. One the level of basketball that's played up there in New England and in the Nipsack, and then as well, you know how intense those practices can be at PSA, man. When you got all the Division One players on one team, Um, so kind of talk about you know your your experience there at Putnam and kind of how that also uh, kind of helped prepare you for for the college game. Um, My experience there
2: was great. I was only there a semester, but it was a great experience for me. Um, As soon as I came, I felt at home. I had Eric Ayala with me. That's like family. So he made me comfortable. as soon as I came in, all the guys, you know, made me feel at home. And it was no, it was no like, bad blood between anybody. And um, coming halfway through the season, it was rough at first. Like, the first game, I had to, you know, sit on the bench, just watch. I didn't know – I didn't play because I literally just came. And we had a game, like, three, four days later. So, it was, like, a rough transition at first. Um, and then I practiced, a couple of practices. I was hooping, got my spot, and it was good ever since. <laughs>
0: Now, you know one of the one of the things that, that people you know, I guess have been the biggest criticism per se of um, um, in your game and obviously is you know your, your three point shooting. I mean, obviously it went up from your freshman year to your sophomore year. But you know, people know you as you know this electric driver, really crappy score. I mean, talk a little bit about what you have been working on this summer uh, as you prepare for the season in the Big Twelve. Um,
2: definitely. You know, everybody really know me as a scorer. Like, like everybody know I could put the ball in the basket, but at Old Dominion, I really developed my game as a point guard. Um, for some reason, my shooting percentage always goes up and down. But for some reason, I like driving because I'm like, nobody can stop it and I'm going score. So, it's like, I don't like missing shots. Like, you know what I'm saying? I miss shots. I'm like, bro, I could have got a lay. I could have got a floater. I could have mid-range. like, But... Um, they definitely have helped me develop my threes. Uh, I've been shooting the ball a lot, like, since the summer, since I came here, so many shots, and I'm just working on my three, honestly. Once I add that to my game, I feel like
0: I'm unguardable at this point. <laughs> now, um, obviously, the Big 12, man, had an amazing season last year as a conference, you know, Oklahoma State. Baylor went on to win the national championship. Texas, tech is Texas tech, is tech, and going go on and on. And on. Um, what are you most excited about? Um, obviously, about playing in the Big 12 this season. And um, I guess having – I guess to, you know, throw to that to that challenge of playing, you know, better players, you know, at, at the highest level.
2: Oh, I just want to prove a point that every school that counted me out, you feel me, prove a point that I am who I say I am, like, for real. Like, so a lot of schools, they was interested in me. A lot of schools ain't throw the offer uh, coming out of uh, – well – I'm lying. At OU they did, but I had to come out of junior college. They was like hesitant to, you know, they didn't know if I was really ready for that level. Uh, so I just, I just want to prove a point to myself, to my family, and to everybody that counted me out.
0: Now, how has this summer been, obviously at West Virginia, with, 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 you know, just kind of um, messing with you? The other new guy, you guys took a couple other uh, grad champions, Obviously, poly Paul, Cap came from um, DePaul. The other guy got. You got, you got um, Quite a bit of freshmen as well that so you guys kind to kind of mix into the to the equation there. I mean, what has the chemistry been like for you guys this summer, man? And what are your thoughts? Your first thoughts of you guys' team this year? I feel like we could be really really good
2: this year because everybody know that we are gonna lock up like that's what we do. So it's like defense, that's not a problem. Offense, we got a lot of scores. You know, I got a lot of shooters around me. A lot of guys that can make shots. Um, and I feel like. As a team, we really – we bond really well together, and that's a good thing, you know. Being on the team, you don't got chemistry off the court. It's not going to really – you're not going to go far. You're not going to have each other's back like you're supposed to. And um, I feel like we're going to be a really good team this year, and we bond very good, so that's a good thing. <laughs>
0: Now, um, I'm glad you brought up defense because, um, you know, actually, obviously, you, you had a, a game last year in Conference USA where you had seven steals, um, which was the most in, in the Conference USA game last year. And obviously, walking into Press Virginia, um, you know, defense is, is obviously a staple of that program. What do you think you can bring to, to the program from a defensive standpoint um, and kind of how you can contribute to kind of the, the hectic style that, that Bob Huggins brings to, to the court at West Virginia?
2: I'm up on the ball, twenty four seven. So it's like I, it start with me. So like it's tiring. It's tiring for sure. But you know that's my role. That's what I came here to do. And it's like <laughs> it's like I'm there. I'm on the ball. So I got to apply pressure, and my teammates they just gonna follow right behind me. I know they got my back if somebody beats me. And um, we we got a lot of guys that that move their feet on defense, like. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Like, sometimes I be getting locked up. I don't never get locked up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yo. But, you know, it's only going to make me better for the games, like going against each other. So, that's a good thing.
0: Now now what have those practices been like man? I know y'all, y'all pressed the whole entire game. So I know y'all doing a lot of running, a lot of conditioning, man. I mean what is that like? You know, the, the summertime I know they, they must be pretty crucial, man, getting y'all ready. So so give me some some, some some practice stories, man. I mean, what was your impression of your first summer at West Virginia? Um
2: first practice we had or second maybe we uh we had a defensive drill and like we couldn't get a stop. Like and it's not necessarily them putting a the ball in the basket, it's like a bad closeout or somebody just getting blown by. That's not a stop, even if they score, it's not a stop or whatever. So we couldn't get a stop, treadmill. Offer it, treadmill. <laughs> I said, what, treadmill? I'm like, nah. So we went on the treadmill, 30 seconds. Get right back in, boom. Couldn't get a stop, treadmill, boom. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> And then the thing is, what make it worse is you go right back into the practice. Like, right from the more to the closeout. Just,
0: ah! Right back. Ah! you like, bro, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest part so far. See, so, I mean, I, I was wondering, because, I mean, obviously that that's become a staple of, of, of you guys' program over there. And um, as far as like, when you look around the team, do you feel like that's just kind of the guys that Coach Huggins recruits? Or do you feel like, you know, it's kind of more so in maybe you have a guy that's maybe not the best defender and you kind of can turn him into a defender in practice, or you think it's kind of like either you got it or you don't and the type of guy that comes to the program?
2: Uh, I think it's – one, it starts off with who we recruits, definitely. Like, we all, like, either junior college kids or, like – it's something to us. It's something to all of us, like, to be honest. And um, – but the guy that's already here, like, they just tell you what to expect. You just, like, know that. You got to do what you got to do. Like, that's the main focus. Like, they going to tell you, like, bro, be ready to do this because we got this. So, it's mentally you got to lock in. And, um, yeah, to be honest, you just got to lock in.
0: Yep. Yeah. Now, like, defensively, obviously, like, you guys, you know, like you said before, have thoroughly pressed the whole game. I mean, in practice, like, like, what is it What is it like going against that havoc or that press type defense? You know, I, I mean, I know it is. it must be – different trying to practice against that each and every day in practice than obviously in the past, you know, you practicing against rainless scout defense, or whatever. I mean, just walk me through a little bit of bit, what it's like going against that type of defense every day in practice.
2: For me, I feel like it's really developed me, like, in a great way. I'm, I think I'm going against one of the best defenders in conference shows. I mean, I said conference shows, like Big 12. Honestly, I believe that. Keith and Johnson, like, that boy locks up. He in my position, so, like, we go at it every single day, like, like, we really get into it every single day, but that's my guy, and he just helped me get better. I help him get better, so, it's fun, though.
0: Now, um, one thing I do want to, you know, also ask you, man, obviously, you you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, you know, you, you being from Delaware, and I feel like obviously, you know, me and my brother being from Maryland, obviously, you guys are the next state over, so we're a little more familiar with Delaware basketball, but um, obviously, you know, some of the guys that have come out of Delaware in the past couple of years, obviously yourself, you know, Bones high is the first-round draft pick. You mentioned Eric Ayala at Maryland, you know, Trey Duval. Um, talk about just the basketball culture in Delaware, man, because I think a lot of people don't really know that, I mean, it's it's, it's some hoopers in Delaware, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, because of the state's so small, a lot of people aren't really aware of that, man. So just kind of talk about, about that and what it means to you, man, to be from Delaware and playing, um, you know, on, on the biggest stage in college basketball man, they can't count
2: us out no more, like, they just can't count us out no more, like, we we doing everything they say we couldn't do, coming from Delaware, like, all of us have our different experiences, like, I left Delaware, Bowen stayed in Delaware, and he made it out, so, like, no matter where you from, no matter what you do, you can make it out, you just got to put the work in, um, and being from Delaware is different, bro, like, it's not too much going on besides really sports or, you know, violence. To be honest, you look up Delaware, you know, it's a lot of murders, a lot of killings and all that. So it's like, you know, you got to really stay focused on what you want to do in life and just uh, watch who you be around. That's number one. And um, just stay focused, man. Like each and every one of us stay focused in this whole journey. You can't leave Dante out either. Dante DiVincenzo, you can't leave him out. He just went out. He's the one that
0: yeah, – real- you okay. can't, so can't leave him out, but, yeah, we all, we all stay focused. Much respect to Dante, man. Definitely can't shout out – I mean, they definitely can't leave out the NBA chat, man. So, right, right, so, right. You, you got me. You got me. <laughs> hey, man, shout out White Dante, man. If you happen to hear this, man, all me this, you know what I'm saying? You give, you give me a little shout out to to, to, to to the guy, White Dante, over there in Milwaukee, man. Speedy recovery this year, too, from your injury, man. But, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you know, view, uh, West Virginia had a plethora of great guards come through the program over the past couple of years. Obviously, last year, Miles McBride. before that. Uh, Javon Carter and Daxter Miles were outstanding. Deshaun Butler back in the day took him to a Final Four. I mean, you know, what does it mean to you to kind of be the next guy, you know, um, in line uh, at West Virginia, man? And what are the expectations for yourself, you know, kind of, ch- kind of trying to follow them in those guys' footsteps?
2: I'm trying to follow their exact footsteps. You feel me? Like, I'm trying to get to where they at and. I, it's crazy because the alumni, they come back all the time. It's really a family over here, bro. Like, they come back and talk to us all the time. Like, so just hearing their stories here at West Virginia, and just, you know, knowing that I'm the next guy up in this position, being a point guard, it's like, it's a great feeling. And I just can't wait to show the world how much better I got, how much I developed my game over these past couple months. And I'm just ready to get the season started with, to be honest.
0: Yep. Now like 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 Ace mentioned, man, I, I can remember when West Virginia, you know, was, you know, one of the top top teams in college basketball back with Deshaun Butler, man. What do you think it's gonna take for you guys to kind of get back to competing for a Sweet 16, Elite 8, and Final Fours at West Virginia?
2: Um everybody being on the same page, everybody knowing that, you know, it's a lot of fifth year guys, including myself, that, you know, we only got one year and a lot of people want to prove a point. Uh, you know get theirs but we playing basketball it's a team game we got to be on the same page like if a guy's open and another guy's open you got to make that pass And you know everybody you know want to get their own because you know they try to get to where they try to get to but we trying to win too and you know we got to make sure we got the chemistry and defense of course it starts with defense and everybody
0: be a coachable now what are your goals for yourself as well as your team this year like if you can sit here and say say, all right, if this happens this year, then this year was a success. I mean, what would those be?
2: Win the conference and win the national championship. Those are the only expectations I got. Like everything else gonna come as long as we win. So I just wanna win. That's really why I came here to win and win and win championships. Yep. Yep.
0: Now, uh, obviously, you know, the Big 12 is home to uh, Kansas, who, you know, has a long history of winning that league in Foggy Island, Fieldhouse. Um I mean, I can remember watching games, you know, obviously on TV at Kansas, man, packed house um, is, I mean, I guess, what what is the most, are, are you looking forward to kind of playing there or what is, are there any other reasons that you're kind of looking forward to kind of silencing on, on the road, man, uh, in, in that Big 12 uh, schedule?
2: I feel like We got the best. We got the best home court advantage. I'm trying to play here at the crib. Love <laughs> <laughs> <little> too crazy. Love <laughs> too crazy, bro. Cause there ain't no other like. It's just West Virginia, bro. Everywhere you go in West Virginia is just West Virginia. So it's like, I feel like we get the most love in the conference. So they got to see us at our crib a lot. We got a lot of home games. So, I mean, Kansas cool. You know they be turnt, but they gotta pull up. Both, right? I, I ain't no hater. They be turned, but we be too,
0: you feel me? So it is what it is. Great answer. Man, I respect yeah. them, man. I mean, what's, what's it been like in West Virginia? Man, Obviously, we know, like, you know, the, the rumors out here with West Virginia just being a big college town, man, and obviously, you know, one of the most fun schools. I mean, what have what, what your experiences been like being there over the past few months, you know, and, and, and kind of getting getting engulfed in that environment? You know, people say it's a football school, but obviously the basketball program is, mm-hmm. is pretty good as well. I mean, just, you know, Socially, what, what has it been like? So you get kind of the first few months there as well. Um, and people say it's
2: a football school, bro. <laughs> That's
0: what, what is, people, man. What is it people be saying West Virginia's a football school? I mean, we might, might got to do a little Twitter poll and, and ask, you know, West Virginia. Hey, I got to ask about that. It's one of unique the, the situations, kind of like like Ohio State, where it's like. The football team is good, but the basketball team is nice too. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like or, or or like a like a USC or something or well no USC definitely a football school, but I think in recent years the basketball oh, is a football team, school, like, school too. How state is a football school for sure. It is as well, I mean <laughs> yeah. there's a bunch of schools. I'm trying to think of on the spot right now where it's like it's a football school, but the basketball team is like nice every year for real. Like right. um <laughs> Well yeah, they
2: nice in football though. You know, I'm cool with the football guys, but my experience, I mean it's been crazy, bro. Like tailgates before the football games, bro, walking around with a player that's already here. The love is like, it's pictures. Like, you walk into a crowd, you're going to take at least like 15 pictures with people, 20 pictures. They bring you in their tents, get food. They know who you are. Like, they know who you are. So it's like, they just show crazy love, bro. And it's not like ODU. Like, they see you, bro, they're going to say, oh, oh, you Malik Curry, like, from ODU, like, you ready? You know what I'm saying? They, gonna interact. <laughs> they ain't going to be on no, like, they know who you is, but they ain't going to say nothing because they don't want other people to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like
0: that small school stuff Behave for it. Like, it's like they, like, they know you that bull, but they don't really right. want to be like, oh, <laughs> like, you feel me? Like right, that? right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But here they going to show you love. They going to make sure, you know, you appreciate it. Like, and all they want to do is see you success and see –
0: Everybody wins, so my experience has been great, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I love it here. That's great, man. I Obviously, you know, I, 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 I got to ask you about this, man, because, you know, from – you know, two, two athletes who have jumped into the media game and started our own platform, man. Um, obviously, you, you graduated from Old Dominion with a degree in communications. And like you most recently, you know, announced that you're going to start a, a new vlog, man. So I want to give you the opportunity to kind of talk about your vlog a little bit, man, kind of just where you want to go with that, man. And Do you have any aspirations to kind of get into the media industry or kind of things like that, man? But uh, I definitely want to give you a chance to, to, to talk about that.
2: Um, a couple of my videos on Instagram, I, I made myself, actually. Couple of my highlight tapes, just cause during quarantine I learned something new. Like I got a MacBook. So I'm like, I gotta do something with this MacBook. And you know, I started just recording stuff, putting it together, iMovie. I'm like, man, I kinda like this. So when my vlog, I just made a video about, you know, daily, the daily life of a West Virginia basketball player. Um, I had a fun time doing it. I couldn't show everything, like practice, I really wanted to show practice. But I can't show practice though. It's like you know, you know, they, I can't show that right now. But maybe after I, I leave here I'll, you know, drop some footage of that. But um yeah, I showed I showed us running on the treadmill, cold tub, um, smoothies, food, uh after the practice shooting and stuff like that. And it was fun filming. I like doing that. I think I'm gonna continue doing it throughout the year.
0: I heard it here first, man. If you haven't already, make sure you check out Malik Curry's vlog, man. Day in life, West Virginia basketball player, man. You know what I'm saying? One day, we'll, we'll, we'll get Malik to, you know what I'm saying, do, do some video stuff for All Facts. And me and Drew aren't are, are very skilled in, in the video, the, the, the vlogging area. You know what I'm saying? That, that that ain't our forte over here at All Facts Media. <laughs> I got y'all, man. I got y'all. Y'all just let me know. <laughs> Not for sure, man. But I, I think it's dope, man, what you're doing. Because I feel like, you know, as, as athletes, man, like, you know, we For us, it's kind of regular, man, the routine, right? Like going to the gym, going to class, getting up shots, seeing your teammates in the locker room, man. But I think a lot of people, man, don't know what it's like. You know, they don't know what kind of the, the daily grind is like, man. And I think, um, you know, for you, man, obviously going through it and being in it, I think it's dope for people to really be able to see that, you know, and see what the, kind of the the a day in the life of, uh, or Division One basketball players, like especially at a place like West Virginia, man. I've seen some videos, man. Y'all facilities, I know y'all facilities is is pretty pretty high end over there, man. So I'm I'm gonna be looking forward to tuning into that and seeing what, what the locker room over there is like. I mean, I probably got all type of smoothie machines and, and yeah. best stuff over there, man. Y'all, y'all situation, I'm looking, looking forward to see. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nah, yeah, right, man. man. but go Nah, I was, I was saying, man, I uh, I, I know League probably got, got a bunch of stuff to get into this weekend, man, because uh, West Virginia football playing Oklahoma, man, so I know it's going to be a big weekend on campus over there in Morgantown, man. <laughs> See, like, Monday Monday through Friday,
2: well, Friday morning, I'm locked in. Like, I go to sleep at, like, 11, like, I wake up at 9, I'm locked in, bro. I don't need to do nothing during the week, study hall, all that. But Friday, Saturday, I might go out here and there, have fun. But this weekend, um, tomorrow we got to practice. But after practice, you know, we hosting this little event for the football game a football watch party. Um, it's going to be fun,
0: good time, good food. Yeah. For sure, for sure, man. We're definitely going to be looking forward to, to, to seeing you, man, this year at West Virginia, man. Definitely going to be looking forward to your vlog as well, man. But um, definitely want to thank you for your time, man. Uh, Thank you for coming on this episode of the Auto Bid, man. It's definitely been a blast. And uh definitely have to get you on again, man, once you guys finish up your uh, your Big 12 season, man. Hopefully. I was just about to say that, bro. I was just yes about sir. to say that. I got to bring you back on the show. You got a full scoop. Big nah, For sure, for sure, man. You know we're going to definitely keep tabs on that, man. But, um, like I said, man, definitely wish you the best luck, man, for all, all, all of our listeners. Um, make sure you guys give Malik a follow on on social media. Um, make sure you guys are also um, liking this podcast, subscribing to this podcast, man, and giving it a share. Um, it definitely goes a long, long way. Basketball seems right around the corner, fellas. Seems yes, like you know. Seems like we'll be we'll be definitely uh, keeping it very, very busy, man. But until next time, you guys.
1: To get a check, boy. Check boy You on the sideline, you ain't made the headlines. Now it's time to reject boy You betting on me? What's the topic of discussion? What we talk about? Take your best shot, I'ma take your last shot. I'm drawing in the clutch, boy.